Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Let me say that a different way. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. And you're going to understand shortly why I'm saying it that way. This is all about celebrating the wins. So stick around for today's episode to hear more. The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to Rat Race Reboot. I'm your host, Laura Noel. And as a certified coach and former 27-year military leader, each week I provide bite-sized mindset pivots that will help you reset your mind, reawaken your spirit, and regain your control. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. Um, I have heard and read this phrase so many times, and it's interesting because when you're doing personal development, when you're working on your mindset, I find in myself and in my clients and people I do personal development work with that we can hear the same thing over and over and over again. And as we grow and expand, we become somebody else and we hear and see things in a different way. So I say success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. And that's a quote by Earl Nightingale. And I'm emphasizing realization uh, because I had a couple of snafus the past month or so. Um, So I hit my 50th episode at Rat Race Reboot. So I am celebrating. I had my head down and was just plugging away and, you know, moving on to the next thing because I am a type A overachiever. So Chrissy, thank you for being with me. 50 episodes. And we also, (laughs) there's Chrissy. (laughs) And we also hit the one year mark in Rat Race Reboot. And we've doubled our subscribers and listeners. And so that is a milestone, something to be proud of. And I realized it, I stopped what I was doing, and I just relished in the joy of that progressive realization of a worthy ideal. So that goal, that worthy ideal, isn't simply to have a podcast. It's much bigger than that. The podcast and the growth is a part of that. It's a mini milestone or a stepping stone toward my bigger vision. But when we only look at our wins from the perspective of achieving only the big goals, we're self-sabotaging because our mind, again, I've said it so many times, is designed to keep us comfortable. And so when we're changing a paradigm or we're, our goal is to shift a paradigm and be or do or have something we've never had before, our brain will kind of try to pull us back to safety, our comfort zone, what we know and what we're familiar with. So when we are just looking at the big goals and thinking of those as wins, we intuitively start to minimize our goals and we set smaller goals for ourselves, goals that we know we can achieve. And as a consequence, we end up playing small. So that's what I mean by self-sabotage. When we're not celebrating the wins along the way and taking the time to smell the roses, 
we're not living up to our fullest potential. We're not um, living our and and experience our lives. We're not experiencing ourselves, our health, our abundance, our joy to the fullest amount possible. So early on, and I've also talked about this previously, so definitely look at past episodes about gratitude. But after adopting this attitude of gratitude and being really deliberate about a practice, um, I started thinking about the small wins. You know, nothing is big or small. They're just wins, actually. You know, we make things seem big or small because we're comparing it to something else. But what if we just celebrate wins? Like every step forward in that progressive realization of your goal, that worthy ideal, is a win. So for me, when I started celebrating wins in general, and I was really deliberate about it, I unlocked a level of joy and fulfillment and mental freedom within myself that I just didn't have previously. Um, and I, I think some of you remember my my story, just a quick snapshot in time. I was at the top of my career leading different organizations and different teams. And uh, I was doing uh, marathons, the half Ironman, a figure competition. It was like I had this insatiable desire to always be achieving more, doing more, having more, being more. And I remember this sticks in my mind. I did the half Ironman and I crossed the finish line and my husband was like, oh my God, congratulations. And I'm like, yeah, but I wanted to finish it in seven hours. I couldn't give myself a break. And you know what? In that moment, thinking back on it, I robbed my husband of an opportunity and my friends to share in the joy. And so when we are caught up in that rat race, when we just don't develop the capacity to celebrate all of the wins, we're we're taking from ourselves, we're robbing from ourselves, but we're also robbing from other people. Um, so here are a few things that I experienced once I started really developing this practice and attitude of gratitude. And, and this is why I stopped when I realized, oh my gosh, I got caught up in an old paradigm this old belief that I have to be in the rat race, this type A overachiever type of mentality. It's its just false. And I get caught up in it sometimes. You know, we have beliefs in our subconscious mind, our paradigm that govern our habitual way of being. And so there are practices that I put into place that ensure that I don't fall back into old you know, just negative thinking patterns or patterns that are no longer serving me and where I am right now in my life and where I want to go. And when I fall off the wagon of doing a certain activity like gratitude, I mean, I'm always doing my inspired action, but I found along the way that my old paradigm took over. And then I started thinking about inspired action all the time and forgetting about celebrating the wins. And so here's why I stopped myself and said, uh, yay, <laughs> a little pat on the back. 
I smiled. I thanked the universe. I thanked myself. I shared it with my friends and family. You know, there's a, a few reasons why. So gratitude and celebrating those shared accomplishments with people actually strengthens our relationships with them. You know, like I'd mentioned about my husband, he was celebrating an accomplishment with me many years ago, and I couldn't even bring myself to celebrate it myself. And that robbed joy from him too. And that robbed us of an opportunity of connecting and sharing on a deeper level. I never thought of it like that. So think about that, right? So when people feel appreciated, um, when you're letting people in, when you're sharing a piece of yourself, people feel that energy and that joy, right? Also, <laughs> excuse me, gratitude puts you in harmony with more of what you desire. So we're talking about universal laws and energy. Your goal is um, an energetic vibration. Everything is made up of energy. Our thoughts are energy. Our bodies are made up of energy. Small molecules vibrating in a high frequency, even though we can't see that. An idea of our goal, our vision, that is a place. And when we are making progress toward our goals, toward that vision, and we're experiencing the joy. It's about the journey. It's it's not about getting the thing. It's about who you get to become on your way toward manifesting that vision and that dream. It's about the journey. It, it's It's not just a tagline. It's the truth. And so when you put yourself in in a space of gratitude, you're shifting your energy, you're shifting your vibration. And even if you're not in that moment physically doing something toward that goal, you are attracting that to you. So you are moving in the direction of your goal. Um, gratitude improves you, you, yourself physiologically, um, physically. There's multiple studies on this. It's shown to increase joy and empathy and reduce feelings of depression. So that it, there's a positive impact on your, your mental state and your physical health. You, we know that just as much as we can make ourselves sick, have you ever worried about something or known somebody that just worries to death and then they, they have that pit in the, in the bottom of their stomach or they just feel, they feel the headache coming on, they feel nauseous, they're making themselves sick through their their thinking, right? But we can make ourselves well, just as we have the power to make ourselves sick, we can make ourselves well, right? Um, gratitude improves self-esteem and there's uh, studies that have shown this as well. Social comparison in particular, you know, when I think about the things that people um, get all wrapped up around the axle about in comparison, it's about, um, wealth and having the better job or having the notoriety or their, a better home, right? But gratitude can put you in a space where you don't feel the need to get sucked into comparison that stems from a not enoughness, a scarcity mentality. And imagine seeing somebody else win and you genuinely feeling joy for them because you know that they deserve it and 
you know, if somebody else is out there doing some things that you also want to do and you have the courage to admit, you can see them doing those things and you know that in them doing those things, you're also capable of doing those things. So instead of it being, you know, a jealousy or um, something that's negative that you're comparing and you're not enough or they don't deserve it or they shouldn't have that, I should have that. Imagine feeling and bolstering your self-confidence and your self-esteem such that when other people win, you're grateful for them winning as well. And there's there's no negativity associated with that at all. So you're you're grateful not only for your accomplishments, but for others. And it feels good, right? And you see the possibility. You see others winning as, wow, this is generating ideas. And I see this is possible now. I see this unfolding. How exciting. Gosh, I, I already feel elevated in my beingness right now, just saying that out loud. So try that. If that's not you, if that's not your strong point, try it a different way. And lastly, I mean, gratitude fosters resilience. Think about it. The law of polarity states that there's an opposite end, opposite ends to each thing. There's an up and down, in and out, hot, cold, right? And you can't focus your energy on both poles at the same time. You have to choose. And gratitude helps you focus your energy on that positive pole thinking. And that doesn't mean, you know, that you're positive. Yay, my results are horrible, but I'm positive. That's not what I mean. It's you're you're focusing on, gosh, you know what? Maybe I don't like where I am right now, but let's look at solutions. How can I be better? How can I serve to a greater degree? I, I am resilient and I know I'll get through this. What can I do to take one step forward? So the energy of that positive pole thinking and those questions will generate different results. And that all comes from um, gratitude. And it starts there. So there's so many ways and so many reasons why one would want to get really deliberate in a practice of gratitude. So how can you get started? So there's definitely, I would make it a part of your day, schedule it as a part of your day. So if you have a, like I have my little my little journal here that I always write in, my momentum journal. I was just at a, a workshop with Sai Seminars not that long ago. And so I have that journal and I write my goal. I write my inspired action. I write my gratitude. So it's very deliberate. So I start the day with gratitude. You can also end your day with gratitude and think about even when you're in your bed, you don't have to you know, create some, you know, complicated mechanism to do it. But while you're in bed, right before you drift off to sleep, think about three things that you're grateful for. Doesn't matter, big or small, that it doesn't exist. Just the wins. Great cup of coffee, great conversation. You took one step toward your goal. Celebrate it, right? Um, share it with people. Share it with a friend to celebrate. Celebrate those wins. Do something nice for yourself. And again, it can be extravagant. It doesn't have to be. It could be a wonderful cup of tea, doing another meditation, having some quiet time, 
um, taking yourself out to a, a lunch by yourself, whatever that is. But you can also do this in your organization and with your team. You can make gratitude and celebrating wins a part of every day. So if you have a meeting or a little huddle every day, everybody just have a quick check-in for one win. Everybody can think of one win. Get in the practice of thinking about wins. And don't be hard on yourself if it's difficult. We're not conditioned to do this. This takes practice. Um, maybe write a thank you note to somebody who you want to um, show express gratitude for. Uh, celebrate a win with your team and thank people for their contribution publicly. Or maybe do something more extravagant. Have an outing together as a group and celebrate the wins. But make this a part of your daily practice. And you're going to notice a shift in what you attract back to you in your life. Be grateful for the things that you have. Be grateful for where you're heading in life. And uh, be grateful for the lessons that life has taught you, the people in your life. And your life will be so much more rich as a result of that. I hope this has been helpful for you. Um, I This has been life-changing for me. I want you to know if you have any comments at all about this practice and about what you're hearing and seeing on Rat Race Reboot, I would love to hear from you. Go to ratracereboot.com and subscribe. And actually, I have a nice gift for you if you do. At the end of every episode for this past year, we did a three-minute inspired action meditation. So I think you've got it by now. We've practiced this for a year. But so that you can have this little meditation practice in your hip pocket for whenever you need it, there's a download there. There's three meditations which will be updated periodically that you can download and you can use at the beginning of your day, maybe at the prior to going into a meeting where you just really want to focus on having a wonderful positive outcome, you can use this three-minute inspired action guided meditation. Um, so that's for you. So go to ratracereboot.com and subscribe. And the other thing that I'm really excited about is there have been people over the years who wanted to work with me and for whatever reason, financially just were not able to do it. I don't think finances should be a barrier to getting coaching. I think everyone can benefit from having a coach. And I've said this before, I have several coaches at different stages in my projects and career and life for different areas of my business and my mindset. And having a coach, having somebody in my corner who can guide me and direct my energy and see my blind spots, um, that has been incredibly valuable valuable to me and it is compressed time and that's where a great coach can help you so i have uh, brought on a funding source so if you want you can click on the link in the show notes uh, you can see if you qualify and then if you do you can just schedule a call with me and then we can talk about next steps so i'm really excited to offer this uh, for my listening audience and for clients, potential clients, because I think it's a, a lifesaver. Anyway, thank you once again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, everything is created twice. First in your mind, 
and then in physical form. We'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.